Welcome in to the Safeguard Podcast. I am outnumbered. Matt, can we please change the subject? At Safeguard, we want to be versatile. We want to help in every way that we can and not just in one certain area or one certain product. We want to be holistic planners for you. A good agent or advisor should provide you good information regardless of whether they sell you something. It is so frustrating that people are penalized for making a mistake when the government doesn't do anything to educate them. Honestly, shouldn't it just be about helping people? Listen to this. 33% of men and 43% of women have no life insurance at all. That doesn't even count the people that don't have enough. Insurance has the power to change people's lives. You have got to be sure that you educate yourself before you make major decisions. Honestly, I couldn't imagine not being a safeguard at this point. Hey guys, welcome back in. It is Outnumber the Podcast. We are Safeguard Insurance. I am Matt. And I'm Stephanie. We're the McKays. And we're excited to bring you some more information about Medicare. We talked last week about the Medicare basics um, and, you know, kind of got into what is Medicare, how does it work, when can I sign up, who can be on it, who is on it, um, and most importantly, right now is the time that you can make the most significant changes to your Medicare year to year. Um, And so that kind of gave you an idea. But we also want to get into, okay, how do we actually resolve some of your problems? Some of the most common issues, um, things like that. Making sure that you know that it is important to review right now because of these certain holes that are in Medicare. And we want to be sure that you know what your options are out there. So that's kind of what we're talking about today. First of all, we we would be remiss not to mention um, that right now, uh, as of today, It is time to look at your regular health insurance if you're under 65 and not on Medicare. Um, It is that time of year. Almost everyone in the country that doesn't have group insurance that is not on Medicare um, needs to look at your health insurance. There are major changes as always. Um, They're increasing deductibles and all that. Some states, uh, you will lose your coverage, Mm -hmm. um, like Kentucky. Um, For example, who is going from being on the federal marketplace to being on a state exchange program. So we want to be sure that you know, check out out your health insurance in general. But now, actually today is the day that we're finding out what the rates are ourselves. They don't ever tell us beforehand. Um, So now is the time to ask uh, your agent, if you have one, um, what should I do with this? I, I don't know. I had this before, um, whatever. Make sure you're talking to your agent. Uh, if you don't have one, find one, and we're happy to help you. We're in, uh, I think, 17 states now and mm-hmm. expanding. Um, there were a couple of states the last few months that I thought I was we were going to have some business going in, and Um, so we're expanding all the time. So we're happy to help you across the country. We can get any state, um, set up and and help you. Yeah. It's a fairly easy process. Yeah. So no, no issue there. If you don't feel like you have anybody, we're here for you. Um, but it is that time. Check it out. Even if you think you're fine, make sure you are. Um, because a lot of times people think they're great 
and they have some serious issues that they need to take care of. So that being said, we just kind of want to get uh, into the, the details of Medicare and how to actually resolve some problems, okay? So kind of getting into that, just a quick recap of original Medicare and the Medicare basics. Um, and if you want to see the full details, go back and look at the other podcast. Um, it's going to be in, in more detail there. Episode but, 7. Episode 7, right. This is 8. That was 7. Um, so anyway, real quick, um, Medicare is a senior, generally senior program over 65. Some people can be on it that are under 65 if they've been disabled uh, for a couple years and qualify. Um, also, if they have ALS or end-stage renal disease and some other things like that, they may be on uh, before they turn 65. Um, people over 65, generally almost everyone is going to be on Medicare. Mm-hmm. So um, Medicare um, has a couple of basic parts. Medicare A is basically your hospital your inpatient um, hospice at the at the end of life, um, and your skilled nursing as yep. well. Yep. Okay, so that is that's your inpatient. Okay, your hospital, etc. Yeah, that means you get admitted to a facility, not going to the ER and getting your boo boo checked out and mm-hmm. going home. This is getting admitted and staying the night, um, or multiple nights, or multiple nights, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that is part A. We talked about it has a huge deductible, fourteen hundred eighty-four dollars for twenty twenty. For twenty twenty-one. Um, one, sorry, twenty twenty-one. Yeah. Whatever year we're in, I don't know. <laughs> they have not released any of the rates for twenty twenty-two right. yet, so all so, of the numbers that we give you right now are for twenty twenty-one. We yeah. do not know what twenty twenty-two will be. In hindsight, I didn't say exactly fourteen eighty-four last time, so we wanted to be sure and say the exact number. Um, but anyway, for 2022, we're not quite sure because no one knows for sure just mm-hmm. yet what exactly those standards are going to be. But it's in the ballpark of $1,500 every time you go. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that being said, that, that kind of covers your inpatient. Um, oh, mm-hmm. skilled nursing. Skilled nursing is also in your Medicare A Um, And after 20 days of free coverage in Medicare, you now have uh, to pay per day the next 80 days. Also, a lot of people hear skilled nursing, and they're thinking, oh, that's a nursing home. I get 100 days of nursing home. Not really. Um, Sometimes if you have someone that can help you coordinate decently, you you might be able to get some nursing home days in there, but generally... Once they realize it's a long-term care scenario, mm-hmm. that is no longer covered, and you're going to have to pay out of pocket or have some yeah. kind of plan. So we'll definitely be talking about the long-term care aspect so I, today. So I want to kind of piggyback off of what he's saying and just explain a little more in detail. So Medicare does not cover custodial care, which is what we'll talk about a little bit later when we talk about long-term care. Right. Custodial care is normal daily life. Um, what a skilled nursing facility is designed to do is not be long-term care. It's designed more in line with a rehab type stay. So uh, what I normally tell my clients is, is, you know, say somebody's had a car wreck and they've broken some bones and they can't 
walk and they have to get back on their feet to walk again. That's going to be something that is going to be covered under a skilled nursing facility stay. It's not just a, I'm aging, I'm having trouble taking care of myself, I need someone to help me. Medicare does not cover that, okay? The thing about a skilled nursing stay that some people miss is that in order for Medicare to cover it, they have to be in the hospital for three days prior to being admitted into the skilled nursing facility or Medicare won't cover it at all. Um, But we will talk a little bit later about custodial care, maybe possibly in a different episode depending upon time. Um, about long-term care and how all of that works with Medicare. Right, absolutely. Good good point. Um, and we'll definitely get into specific things that we can do to cover those holes. Um, now, getting into Part B, as in boy, okay? Again, there are issues with Part B. Mm-hmm. Okay, You have a couple hundred dollars a year deductible. It's 203. Three. 203 right now. In 2021? We can pretty much guess that that's going to go up a little bit for 2022. It goes up slightly every year, um, but count it at a couple hundred or a little bit more deductible a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everybody has probably heard Medicare pays 80, I pay 20. That's where the 20% comes in. So if you just have original Medicare A and B, you've got a huge deductible when you're admitted. If you go, um, say you get cancer or you have some kind of chronic treatment or you have a lot of issues, you're diabetic and you fall and you have to go to the ER, things like that, you can end up racking serious bills and there is no maximum out of pocket to original Medicare. So we want to be sure if you're on original Medicare and you think you're fine, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Um, You could have millions in in the bank waiting for you but if you rack up serious medical bills because you didn't Mm -hmm. cover some of these holes you can lose it very quickly i would never recommend anybody regardless of how much or how little from medicaid all the way up to absolute billionaires i would never recommend anybody not have some type of plan in addition to their original Medicare, whether it's just a drug plan, whether it's a Medicare Advantage, which we'll talk about, whether it's Medicare supplement and a drug plan, whatever combination, I would never recommend just original Medicare only with no no plan to help um, shield from some of those expenses. Absolutely. So that, that kind of gives you the basics of original Medicare. Um, now... There are multiple ways to cover those issues. Um, now, we kind of say there are two, and, and we covered this some in the earlier episodes, so I'll be quicker about getting through that. But basically, you have two general solutions to cover the holes in Medicare. Um, first of all is uh, a Medicare supplement, um, which the idea behind a Medicare supplement, you might have heard Medigap, MedSup, Plan F, Plan G, yeah. Plan N, um, whatever. It's all wanna, the same thing. It's right, all <laughs> That's all the same. So Medicare supplement. Um, you you generally are going to pay a little bit more of a premium, mm-hmm. but um, the idea is basically that you don't have as many copays or yeah. little to no copays. Yeah. Um, and in addition to that, most people take medicines. You need some kind of a drug plan. Uh, Part D, 
D is in drug, if you ever hear of Medicare Part D. Um, D is for drug, and um, that helps cover your prescriptions. So you would have your Medicare card that covers uh, as your primary, then you'd have a Medicare supplement that fills in the holes uh, in A and B, and then you would get a drug plan that helps cover whatever medicines you take. Mm-hmm. We always encourage people to have some kind of drug coverage um, unless they have drug coverage through a group or VA or something like that because it's not, um, you, you could possibly have a penalty later. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we want to encourage you there. Um, the second option that we view as viable option is having a Medicare Advantage to fill in the holes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Medicare Advantage is actually Part C. Mm-hmm. It's an alternative to Medicare. Um, but that doesn't mean that you cancel your Medicare out when you get a Medicare Advantage. Yeah. You actually need to still have, have Part have A and Part B. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Private health insurance companies come in and basically whatever they say within their plan is what your benefits are. Um, but the idea behind that Medicare Advantage is you pay co-pays. Yeah. You pay much less premium. Yes. Um, and you are given a maximum out of pocket to where even if you have a horrible year, you're not going to pay any more than a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether that's $4,800, $7,550, mm-hmm. whatever, you're at least guaranteed that you're not going to go over that amount yes. uh, in expenses. Yeah. One thing um, to note is in our previous episode, Matt had you know used the example of on Part B, the 20% charge. If you have a $100,000 surgery, that you are responsible for 20000 of it. In a case like this, where somebody has a Medicare Advantage plan, you would be responsible for no more than your max out of pocket, and that's if you didn't have a copay for surgery, which you would. So you would you would spend significantly less money if <laughs> you had, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, So you would spend significantly less money um, on a Medicare Advantage plan than you would on original Medicare. And I do want to make this note because I know that this has been a point of concern with the Medicare Advantage plan. You cannot have less coverage than what original Medicare would already cover and you cannot be charged more on a Medicare Advantage plan than what original Medicare would cover for you. I know that there have been um, people that have expressed concerns about that, um, but that is, is simply you cannot lose coverage from what you would have with original Medicare. Honestly, uh, Medicare Advantage adds coverage that Medicare does not cover, right. such as dental, hearing, vision. Um, some of them have over-the-counter. Some of them have transportation benefits. Um, they add in things that Medicare alone does not cover, um, that's part of the advantage of an advantage. Right. Sometimes um, even uh, like a Fitbit. Yeah. Uh, grocery card. Yeah, food cards. Yeah, healthy food cards. That's um, a new one that's... Yeah, um, assistive devices. Mm-hmm. Um, other things like acupuncture. Sometimes they'll cover things like that mm-hmm. um, in, in certain areas. Yeah. Um, not as common to cover some of those things. But um, Medicare Advantage is certainly something that um, if you're going to use a lot of the benefits, it's certainly something to consider because mm-hmm. there may, otherwise you have to pay more premium to have some of those benefits or yeah. come up with it on your own. So, yeah. um, 
definitely it's a viable option. And so that kind of helps us transition into, okay, obviously that's Medicare, but how do you actually resolve the problems that you have at home? I don't know. I, I don't make that much money. What about this? I don't, I don't like copays. How do I resolve that problem? Um, what if I go to the hospital? What about my dental vision hearing, right? So we, there are solutions within uh, Medicare and also outside that we want to make sure to consider to resolve. So one, one big portion of the population that, that I know that we run into that a lot of times don't know what to do um, is people that are low income. Yeah. Okay, that's what yeah. is it, 15 to 20% or something on Medicare? What percentage is it? It's in the teens, isn't it? Yeah, for, for low income, yeah, I think it's like 5% for full Medicaid or something. Right, yeah, it's, so it's a, a, a pretty Medicaid. decent amount of you at, sitting at home are going to be in this area where um, you may qualify for some kind of extra help from the government. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. But your income limits, if you're a single person, anybody under about 18, 19,000 should at least attempt to apply. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's in terms of annual income. Yeah. Um, and also if you have assets of less than 14,000. 14, now that doesn't count your house. If mm-hmm. you have one house and you have no other like rental property or anything, um, the assets they're talking about is like a retirement, savings, pension, things like that, and additional property. Okay. But if you feel like you're close or you're struggling, get on and apply um, for extra help through the government. We can help you with that. Mm-hmm. It's on um, ssa.gov, medicare.gov. Mm-hmm. Um, you can Google apply for extra help. Yeah. And that can definitely provide a lot of help to a lot of people. We've done that ourselves. We've also helped people over the phone just say hey get on this and do it mm-hmm. it's not that complicated it takes five or ten minutes and it can save yeah. you thousands and mm-hmm. thousands of dollars every year um, I believe that Social Security says that the the benefit that it adds to you for qualifying for extra help is like over $3,500 a year is what they and they have discovered um, yeah. that it makes that big of a difference for people when they're able to get it. So what it also, a lot of money. What it also does on the applications is it sends you on to state programs that might be able to help you as well. Yeah. So, number one, it, it takes care of the federal side, mm-hmm. but it also opens you up to other options mm-hmm. as well through yes. the state, whether it's Medicaid, whether it's food stamps. All those kinds of programs are at least contacted and said, hey, this person may qualify for other programs. So I want to encourage you to uh, to pursue that if you feel like you're in that ballpark. Um, oh, if you're a couple, I guess. A couple would be, you know, 24000 in income and about 30, yeah, 28 to 30000 in assets. Okay, if you're close to those numbers, yeah, I was give gonna it a say, shot. I was going to say, if, you, if you're a little yeah. bit over but you're close... Give it a try because, for one, the worst that they can do is say no. Exactly. The, but if you don't qualify for the full level, there are partial levels available yeah. that they do sometimes grant to people where you could get, you know, 50% extra help, which would, would reduce you uh, quite significantly on your premiums 
and possibly deductibles on your like a drug plan and then what you're paying at your pharmacy for your medications Mm -hmm. um so if you're close and you feel like you've got a chance put in the application the worst they could do is say nope you got too much income or too much assets we're not gonna do that now if you you know if you make fifty thousand in income and you've got a hundred thousand in assets that's yeah. not going to stand a chance. They're not right. going to approve that. But fly. if if you're borderline, <laughs> if you're close, they make exceptions in cases where they'll look at it and they'll say, okay, you know, we'll give you some level of help. Um, so we, I always encourage people, if you think you're close, just try it. The worst they'll do is say no. Right. Um, it doesn't cost you anything to apply at all. It's, it's free to see if you qualify. And even if you've applied for other stuff before, like maybe food stamps or rental assistance or something like that, and you weren't granted that, that doesn't mean that you won't get extra help. It's, it's different programs with different requirements. So don't think, oh, I've tried before and they just shot me down, so I'm not going to try again. Give it a yes. shot. See what happens. Um, That's if, really good. Yeah, if they say no, they say no, but at least you know that you've tried to make your situation better. Amen, sister. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. No, seriously, we, we've had so many people that we encourage to, to do it, and they would get a little bit of help, or they would get yeah. significantly yeah. more than we thought. And we had people that basically just slipped through the cracks that somehow had coverage that they really needed it. They had issues, and we couldn't figure out why they had it, but they had it. Yeah. And they can't come back and tell you that you did something wrong unless you're just bold-faced lying yeah. or something like that. Which that's you shouldn't their, do. That's their, yeah, don't, right. Don't lie on an don't application. But I'm telling you, it, it saves a lot of people's bacon, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and so I definitely wanted to take a, a little bit of time and, and mention extra help um in addition to that obviously you're thinking okay well i take a ton of medicine okay well that's that's simple but also can be complicated (laughs) i was like it's simple (laughs) well it's a simple solution in terms of we can look and plug in every one of your medicines at your pharmacy where you live and tell you this is the plan that should work according to what information you just gave me for this next year okay or at least there are four or five plans that you're going to be decent on here okay or hey this medicine's not covered at all by your current plan Mm -hmm. you might want to consider a different option yeah um so that's why talking to an agent or somebody that knows what the heck they're talking about you know if you go to your pharmacist be careful because we've had people that go to a pharmacist they take the advice and then the pharmacist is either only looking out for themselves or they don't understand mm-hmm. that they just made a silly mistake that an agent that's trained to do it would not have made. I had a, a example of this. I had a, a local pharmacist take uh, change a gentleman to a drug plan only off of a Medicare Advantage plan. And the gentleman ended up in the hospital that year, came into me asking why his Medicare Advantage plan wasn't paying and I looked him up, and I'm like, well, this says you're not on a Medicare Advantage plan. Did you change your plans? And he said, well, the pharmacy put me in a drug plan. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that pharmacy, by putting you in a drug plan, canceled out your application right. for your Medicare Advantage plan. And you don't have health benefits through a Medicare Advantage plan this year. And he incurred significantly more 
and expenses at the doctor and at the hospital that he had went to than he would have if he had had his Medicare Advantage. So the pharmacist thought that they were saving him money on his drugs, but they cost him significantly more by taking away his health benefits because they did not know what they were doing. They right. didn't know. And you you cannot have a Medicare Advantage plan and a standalone drug plan at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to go ahead and put this out. You cannot have a Medicare Advantage plan and a Medicare supplement at the same time. Yeah. Now, you can have a Medicare Advantage plan that has prescription drugs embedded in it. Right. It's called a Medicare Advantage with prescription drugs, MAPD. Um, but you cannot have a Medicare Advantage and a standalone drug plan. You can't mix them. Right. Um, so that, that pharmacist was trying to help this guy, but because he was not trained and didn't know anything about health insurance plans, he took this guy's health insurance away for an entire year. Mm-hmm. And I could not fix it again until the following annual enrollment period. Yeah. And so he went a full year without health benefits. So here's the thing, too, is if you are on just a drug plan and original Medicare, mm-hmm. Um, and you don't get extra help, or even if you do, um, those drug plans cost a premium of some kind. It's at least um, $6 and something, um, but usually it's over 10 Usually it's at least 13 to the, the average, the national average is 3306 Okay. So 33 is your average. They obviously range, mm-hmm. drug plans range from 6 to... 150 100. yeah, yeah. Okay. there's a couple really bad ones <laughs> yeah so here's here's the question number one um is if you're only on a few medicines why pay 60 dollars a month for for your coverage unless that um unless you actually save that amount of money in co-pays or deductibles or something like that um also if you're paying that much for your drug plan and you don't have other coverage like a supplement or something else to take care of things, what if you paid the same premium or less and had drug coverage and hospital and doctor assistance on your Medicare? Yeah. That is something to consider if you're only on a, a prescription drug plan. Why yeah. pay $15 for a drug plan when you can pay $15 for a Medicare Advantage with a drug plan? Yeah. So you take care of two birds with one stone. Don't add any expenses uh, to to your current budget. Mm-hmm. And um, you're protected from all the holes in Medicare, and right. you have a cap on how much you can pay, whereas original Medicare does not. Right. So you might look at Medicare Advantage and say, okay, there are issues in this Medicare Advantage. I don't have everything covered. I could pay $6,700. I could pay $5,000 this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. Okay, There's there are ways to cover that. One very common way to do it is a hospital indemnity plan, okay? When you look at the Medicare Advantage, what is the one issue in a lot of those plans that you could really rack up some serious bills? Staying in a hospital, Mm -hmm. right? And you pay $360 a day, $290 a day, Mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, $395. um, It's dependent upon the plan. Right, it does. Every plan has a little bit different, um, but generally you're going to pay, if you stay for a week, uh, let's say eight days because some plans have an eight-day structure where you pay for days one to eight. Mm-hmm. So say you stay eight days um, in a hospital, 
and you're on a Medicare Advantage, the very minimum that you're going to pay in 2022 is 750 and that's if you pay over $100 a month. Mm-hmm. And that's in certain areas. Some of them don't even have that option. Yeah. Um, if any other plan, the minimum that you would pay is $1,600. And most of them, you're getting into the 2000 to 2500 range mm-hmm. in terms of possible out-of-pocket from that one event. So how do you cover that issue? Well, a hospital indemnity plan reimburses you for whatever benefit that you've paid for, and they send you a check to, to cover either cover the difference in your uh, copay, or um, you know if you get three hundred dollars a day on the hospital indemnity, you get a three hundred dollar per day check sent mm-hmm. back to you in the yeah. mail to pay for those expenses. Yeah. Okay, so that's a great way to cover some issues. Another way is if you're fairly healthy, or even if you're not, um, and you don't anticipate any chronic conditions or anything like that. What is maybe the number one way that you're gonna that you're gonna have an issue that you need to cover if you have an accident? So look at accident coverage. Okay. Another one will be, what if I get cancer? What if I have a heart attack? What if I have a stroke? What if I have um, kidney failure or some kind of organ transplant or something like that? Well, there are critical illness policies that you can purchase, okay? Um, Medicare Advantage sometimes covers dental vision hearing. If you go the, and obviously what I would do is compare the benefits to what a standalone plan would do. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a lot of times you can get your dental vision hearing covered for less than $50 a month. Yeah. Um, You know, if you're just concerned about dental, um, you know, sometimes you get into the 20s. your vision alone, you know, can be eight to, to 20. Fairly affordable premiums to resolve some of these issues, excuse me, some of these issues. Some of the Medicare supplements even have some benefits included, but generally if you went the Medicare supplement route, you're not gonna have much dental vision and hearing, mm-hmm. if any, uh, including- Usually none. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. usually none. There's a very rare exception. Um, so maybe one or two in each market that might have some hearing and vision, maybe some dental, but it's not very common. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are some of these issues. The other one that we definitely should bring up and we said we would come back to was long-term care. Yeah. Um, first of all, you maybe have 100 days, mm-hmm. uh, sort of, to cover your long-term care. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of long-term care policies will be set up to activate after 100 days mm-hmm. because of the benefit in Medicare of that 100-day um, skilled nursing, nursing mm-hmm. right? But in, in reality, you may not even have those 100 days that you can actually count on for sure, depending on your situation. Yeah. Um, so if you have any kind of assets at all um, or you care anything about your, your treatment, later in life, and you want to have options, looking at some kind of long-term care plan, whether it is by making sure that your assets pay for it, which, by the way, if it's anything less than a couple million dollars, you could lose everything if you just plan on paying for it with your assets. Yeah, Okay. you could run through that. I, re- I've, I promise you I've seen that. I know that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's true. Two million dollars at least 
Um, and then you pretty much could take care of it as long as you don't just blow your money mm -hmm. straight away. Um, but it's possible. Anything under that, and you at least need to look at what your plan might be, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's some kind of long-term care policy, long-term care with life insurance, long-term care in an investment, mm -hmm. whatever, making sure that you've got those uh, ideas in place because yeah. it can it can save your bacon. It can allow you to leave a legacy that you actually want to leave. Mm -hmm. uh, we just had a conversation with Paula, our partner, about somebody frustrated with the nursing home, how they're going to have to go on Medicaid. And, you know, she spent all this time making all this money and she's going to have to throw it away. She had to spend it all down to get rid of it. Right. So and she can, yeah. And it's because there wasn't any long-term care plan put in place mm -hmm. years ago. And that's how we can bring value to you now um, instead of you having to deal with that later. Yeah. Um, the, the other couple things that I would say is Medicare is not in a bubble. And if you have anything that you think we missed, mm -hmm. but Medicare is not in a bubble, okay? Of course, you take care of your health insurance concerns, but you have other things as well. And so we'd be remiss not to mention, mm -hmm. you know, with Medicare concerns comes life insurance. What if you have major health insurance bills? What if you plan on having a Medicare advantage and you rack up twenty or $30,000 in bills um, over your the end of your, your yeah, days? Or what if, years to do that. Yeah, what if you have long-term mm -hmm. care expenses that you don't have another way to reimburse? Look mm -hmm. at your life insurance. Look at your retirement to make sure that you can pay for all these premiums, co-pays, and deductibles. Mm -hmm. Um, and make sure that you have a plan as early as possible so you don't run into, oh my gosh, my budget is so big because of all these daggum health insurance and life insurance and whatever insurance premiums. I'm insurance poor. How many people do we hear say that? Mm -hmm. um, because of a lack of prior planning or efficient planning in yeah. retirement. And so big picture, make sure that you take care of those yeah, concerns. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Um, anything else that you think we missed? Um, not that we missed, but I just want to run down real quick, uh, kind yeah, of the pros and cons to the, you go ahead. I want to do a pros and cons to a supplement versus an advantage. Cause okay. I'd say my number one thing when I'm having a one-on-one -on -one with somebody about Medicare and their options is trying which to make the decision of which one yeah. to choose. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so a pro for a supplement is it's flexible. What I tell people is you, you can get the quality of care that you need and that you want, okay? If you plan on traveling and going, you know, mm -hmm. away yes, from your away from your hometown or your home state, um, a supplement is flexible in that it does not require a network of doctors um, you don't have to worry about being in and out of network or anything like that you just have to worry about whether um, the doctor accepts Medicare assignment well 93% of the doctors in the United States accept Medicare assignment so that's generally not something you have to worry about the only one that I've you know heard of that doesn't take it is generally going to be something like say plastic surgery that makes sense because Medicare does not cover plastic surgery, so there's no reason that a plastic surgeon that does elective surgeries would need to cover Medicare or right. accept Medicare. So yeah, generally... 
Yeah, they're going to be accepted. Yeah, I have some family in medicine, and most doctors pretty much have to accept yeah. Medicare because you're going to be a majority of their mm-hmm. business. They yeah, can't turn away the largest know, the, the lar- largest group of, yeah, of people. Yeah, it's the largest population yeah. with the most issues. They can't yeah, like, generally turn away Medicare. It's, it's not, not a smart move on a doctor's part to not accept a Medicare. And so if your supplement is yeah. covered by 93% of doctors, you're pretty much able to go wherever, wherever you, need, you to. need to. Yeah. Within reason. So um, another pro for a supplement would be that um, in addition to being able to go where you need to is that you have, for the most part, a fixed amount that you can budget. Now, one thing with a supplement is is they do go up yearly. So you would expect rate increases. Um, But for the most part, you're going to know how much your supplement is and you're not going to necessarily, depending upon what type of Medicare supplement you choose, you're not going to necessarily expect bills. Okay, so you it's easier to budget for um, a Medicare supplement. A con of a Medicare supplement would be that the you do get rate increases. Um, they are based on cost of living, and they're based on age increases. So you will expect yearly to get one, possibly two, depending upon what company, in rate increases each year. Um, whereas with the Medicare Advantage, your premium is a flat premium and it doesn't change. And it's not dependent upon your age. It's not dependent upon your gender. It's not dependent upon your health conditions. None of that. Um, that leads me to another con of a Medicare supplement is, is if you do not enroll when you're first eligible, when you turn 65, um, or when you're first eligible for losing employer coverage, which is that, that special moment period we talked about in episode seven. You can listen to that if you would like. Um, then you would be subjected to underwriting. And if you have health conditions, your Medicare supplement can decline you. Um, if you're looking to take a Medicare supplement, you don't have one, or you're looking to switch to a different one. A pro of a Medicare supplement is that it is considered guaranteed renewable. So when you get that coverage... They cannot terminate that coverage on you, like say you develop health conditions later on down the road. They cannot take your coverage. As long as you continue to make your premiums, they have to keep you on the plan. So some of the pros of an advantage are are like I mentioned a little bit earlier. You can get some add-ons that are not covered under a supplement, are not covered under Medicare, uh, original Medicare, like dental, hearing, vision, over-the-counter, healthy food cards, um, some of those things that are not covered anywhere else, you can get through a Medicare Advantage plan. It covers your your drug plan with it for a low affordable premium in, in most cases, um, significantly lower than what a supplement costs as far as premiums go. Um, it is a little bit harder to budget if you have a year that you are using it because um, it's dependent upon what services you're having rendered. depends upon how much it's going to cost. Um, sometimes that's hard if you don't know what services you're going to need in a year. Um, so that's one thing that can make it a little more difficult. Um, also, Medicare Advantage plan is going to have a network, whether you choose an HMO versus a PPO, which we'll break down that in a different episode. Um, but you may or may not have in net or out I'm sorry out of network benefits if you're on an HMO plan. 
Um, so you do have a network. And depending upon what kind you choose, um, it can make it harder to, to seek that quality of care that you're needing. Certain plans, like an HMO, you would need a referral to see a specialist. And you're in the position where if you don't necessarily agree with your specialist's you know, diagnosis or that what they've come to the conclusion of, it can be harder to get a second opinion. Um, whereas on a supplement, if you don't like what the doctor has to say and you want to go see a different doctor, no questions asked, you go see who you feel like you need to see. Um, so that's just some of the differences, some of the pros and cons. It, it comes down to flexibility, Medicare, venient, uh, Medicare Advantage, I'm sorry, it comes down to convenience. Um, it's all in one. It's one card instead of three cards that you have to keep up with. Um, it's, you know, much easier to use and administer for a lot of people. But, you know, you do have network thoughts and stuff like that that you have to take. And you have um, co-pays that you could, you know, possibly get an unexpected bill that you weren't expecting. So if you don't have the money to pay for it, that could be a shock to the system. Right. So just... Different things to consider. So to summarize that, I think there's, it's not a stereotype thing, but I would say um, the types of people that can typically end up, and I'm not saying every person is absolutely mm -hmm. different, and absolutely. It, it always depends on your preferences and your perspective. Mm -hmm. But I'd say generally your supplement people are more kind of middle class that have decent income that can mm -hmm. afford a hundred to three hundred dollars a month mm -hmm. uh, to set aside to make sure that they're taken care of. But because, they don't want the bills, right? Because yeah. if they have a massive bill, they it really would hurt. Mm -hmm. um, but they also, you know, can afford can C A N afford to go ahead and pay that premium. Mm -hmm. um, so it's easy to budget. A lot of people that are upper income will say, well, I can afford $7,500, no problem. You know, yeah. I, I can do that. If I have a bad year, mm -hmm. eh, I can I can deal with that, and I'll just pay mm -hmm. some bills, and I'll figure it out as I go. Um, and then also your lower income people may say, gosh, I, I physically can't afford to pay $200 a month. I can't pay 100 whatever a month. Um, and we've had people say that too, and they're yeah. just like, you know, I'm just going to have to risk it, and I'll figure out how to pay the payments. Mm -hmm. um, so that it's not a, a cookie cutter thing where, oh, you're yeah. you make twenty thousand a year, you probably need a Medicare Advantage, or yeah, no. you make a hundred, so mm -hmm. um, maybe you want to supplement, but you might be okay with this, or or you make fifty or whatever. It's it's based upon it your is, needs. Yeah. It's based upon your. How often you go to the doctor, how often you're needing services. There's right. there's so much that goes into that decision besides yeah. just Yeah, and some people will look at Yeah. And some people it also depends on your health conditions. You know, mm -hmm. if you if you're turning sixty five and you're on fifteen medicines, mm -hmm. you really probably don't want to get on Medicare Advantage if you got all these chronic conditions that you have to go to the doctor all the time and you have these issues. If you're on one or two or none yeah. Maybe you consider Medicare Advantage for a little bit, save the money, and transition over mm -hmm. a little later. Um, you just want to be careful about, you know, getting into Medicare Advantage and not being able to get it later. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But, you know, a lot of people save a lot of money on Medicare Advantage, and statistics say 
Yeah. Medicare Advantage saves just a little bit more than a typical mm-hmm. Medicare supplement. The, the statistic is less than 10% of people will ever max out a Medicare Advantage plan. So based off that, statistically, you're never going to go through the full max out of pocket on the plan. But on a Medicare um, supplement, you're always you're, maxed you're, out. Yeah, you're right? guaranteed you're because pay, you're going to pay whatever the supplements basically are. Basically, your maximum. Yeah. For the most part. So there, yeah, it it can be a hard decision, but it is it's very dependent upon the individual, dependent upon your needs and your comfort, um, how how you want to be seen by your doctors. You know, I, I had. I had a woman that was on a Medicare supplement and she doesn't go to the doctor. She just doesn't. She's like, I'm tired of paying a hundred something dollars a month. I don't go to the doctor. I'm not using this. I feel like I'm wasting my money. And she went to a Medicare Advantage and she's loved it. Um, And she's, she's saving money and she's been on it for what four or five years now. I Uh, I think it's about four or five years now. And she's never looked back at the supplement, never, you know, but I also had, you know, the other side where people, you know, are on a Medicare Advantage and later on wish that they had a supplement or so. So it just, it's totally dependent upon the individual and what you want to do with your health and how you want to be treated. And it can also be dependent upon what your doctor that you're currently seeing accepts too. That's true. Yeah. That could um, be <laughs> especially in more populated areas. Yeah, yeah, and, and that is a very good point. That's what I was about to say. It's dependent upon where California, you live. Florida, Nashville, yeah, yeah. New York. Certain areas have better benefits than others, and uh, we're one of those areas. Houston is another one. That's yeah, big. we we don't have as much uh, benefits as like say Louisville has because they're a bigger city than we are. But we're starting to get to those bigger benefits we're as we go along. Louisville. We're, we're coming up through the ranks in the state of Kentucky. <laughs> and um, so, it you know, it just is dependent upon a lot of factors, and it's an individual decision. And what's right for you might not be right for the person sitting next to you. Um, so don't, you know, don't have a friend and listen to them and, oh, I'm on this and this is great for me. That doesn't mean it's going to be great for you. It's an individual thing. So um, that's all I've got for today. <laughs> All right, yeah, we went a little longer, but that's okay because obviously you need to know the details more of how to actually handle things than just, Mm -hmm. oh, this is what this is. How do you apply it? And that's what we wanted to do. And so Mm -hmm. as we gave you all this information, um, you may be thinking, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? You're paralyzed with fear. (laughs) And that's why the wise words of today is don't let fear Conquer your opportunity. You have an opportunity right now from this, excuse me, October 15th to December 7th. Mm -hmm. You have an opportunity if you're not on Medicare from November 1st to December 15th or January 15th, depending on where you are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do not waste this opportunity because you're afraid of trying to deal with it or trying to figure out all the details. Just work through it with your people. Um, and make sure that what you're doing is making sense because you can throw away thousands of dollars every year by not uh, approaching this thing that creates so much fear. Yeah. So let let someone in, let someone help you if you need the help, um, and be willing to admit that you might need some assistance. Yeah. Um, but we're here for you. We're happy to help. Um, next week we're going to get into 
uh, Obamacare, ACA, Marketplace, whatever you want to call it. State-based marketing. <laughs> state-based marketing in Kentucky. There are other areas that have state-based as well. Um, but we're excited to, uh, to be here for you. We hope you're doing well. Follow us, like us, subscribe, retweet, hashtag, uh, you know, all that. <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube, um, www.safeguardky.com, phone number 270-904-6070. We're here for you. We love you. And God bless. See we'll you see next you. week. Bye. Bye.